Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Off Topic with Mia Rostino, which is me. Anyway, I just ate an acai bowl or acai bowl. I don't really know how to say it, yet I have one almost every single day. They're literally my favorite things in the entire world. And I saw this girl on TikTok and she bought like the like the big tub of acai from this place called Pliables. And I've been to Pliables. It's amazing. But they don't have one close to where I live. And now I'm, like, obsessed with trying to figure out a way to buy, like, a giant, like, tub of acai. It's basically, like, the best way to describe it is, like, if you were to go to, like, the ice cream store. And you know how, like, they scoop your ice cream out of those big tubs? So it's just like that except filled with acai. And somehow she was able to just take it home. And she was saying that it was, like, her sixth one that she bought. And so... I'm a little obsessed with now trying to figure out how to do that. Anyway, I know there was supposed to be an episode of this podcast Monday, and I had it all recorded, everything was all ready to go, and it was scheduled to post, and it basically was kind of just like a bunch of stories of crazy things that had happened in my life, but I didn't realize that just like TikTok, there's like restrictions and guidelines, and you can't just like post whatever you want, and so I couldn't end up uploading that episode, but I do have a really fun episode for you guys today. I'm recording this on a Wednesday night at like 6.30. Like I said, I just had an acai bowl, so I'm in the absolute best mood. I had a really important Zoom call this morning, so or this evening actually, so we'll see what kind of happens with that. Exciting. I actually get my wisdom teeth out in two days. So not Thursday. I get them out Friday, which is crazy. Oh, Lord. Okay, anyway, I will have a podcast episode coming out on Monday, hopefully. This one, I'm doing, this is like an, not really an extra episode, but this episode is just, it's going on on Thursday. It will make up for the one that was supposed to go out Monday, and then I will have a new one coming out Monday. But this week's episode... I decided to do something that I've seen so many people do, and that's like a little advice episode. I love listening to these. I find them super entertaining, even if like I obviously I don't like I've never had like anyone. I've never submitted a story to someone and like they've given me advice about it. But I do love listening to other people's stories and hearing what other podcasters say. So that's what I'm doing today. I made a video on TikTok asking you guys to either email or DM me, and I got tons of responses. I'm going to try to get to them all today, but if I don't, I'll definitely be doing more parts to this because I feel like this is a great way for everyone to be involved in the podcast, and if you guys do want to be involved in the podcast, make sure to be following me on TikTok and Instagram so you guys can get updates, and when I do... English, excuse me. When I do episodes like this, y'all will be informed. And then if you want to be involved, you can. So I'm just going to get started with these stories. I'm really excited. And hopefully I'm able to help y'all. And if you didn't submit, hopefully you just find hearing other people's problems and my advice entertaining. Okay, so I gave you the option to DM me or email me. And I'm going to assume that the emails are longer than the DMs. I haven't read any of these submissions because I wanted my reaction to be raw. 
Also, by the way, I'm a horrible reader. So if I'm like stuttering or pausing or messing up my words while I read, I'm sorry. I just like can't read out loud. It's impossible for me. But anyway, let's start. Hi, this is for your podcast from your TikTok story. I, in your daily vlogs, you always seem to have so much motivation to get up, go to the gym, run errands, etc. How do you always have so much, so much motivation to do these things? Because I feel like I never want to get out of bed. Girl, I don't want to get out of bed either. I feel like that's super a common human feeling to just never want to get out of bed. And I do feel like some of my motivation comes from a place of fear, fear of feeling like a failure or fear of feeling unaccomplished because I do struggle a lot with anxiety and perfectionism and feeling like I have to be perfect and accomplishing everything all the time. So sometimes that motivation will kind of kick me in the butt and force me to get out of bed and do these things. But there are so many other wonderful motivations that I have that are super positive. One thing I really like to do is set goals for myself especially when I'm struggling, I will just say like, okay, like if I go to the gym, even if it's just for like 30 minutes, run two errands, let's say it's like get my car washed and go to the grocery store. And then I'll like treat myself to something after, you know, kind of like have a goal in mind. And then also have like a, I don't want to say the word reward, but kind of like a reward that you get after because this will give you motivation to do things that you need to do. And remember that when you get the things done that you have to get done, you always feel so relieved and like going to the gym, like it sucks in the moment, but afterwards you are like, you're never going to regret going to the gym when you're finished with your workout and you feel like amazing and accomplished. Like that feeling will never, you'll never be like, oh man, I went to the gym when you're like finished with your workout and you feel amazing. Another thing that I love to do is make lists or checklists because I just love checking things off. I don't know what it is about putting a little check mark in a box, but if I wrote something down in a colorful marker, for some reason it just gives me so much motivation to do it. I'm so less likely to skip or be like, oh, I'll do that later if I already wrote it down because I'm like, I want to check it off. I don't know if that's just me, but writing things down really helps me and also planning out my day has been huge help for me even if I just plan my day out in my head and I will allow myself like allowing yourself breaks during the day and not letting yourself feel like overwhelmed like allow yourself to run three errands and then come home for an hour and watch a movie or chill or watch an episode of a tv show and then like go back out and do like another couple things you have to do. I find that really helpful, but I would say the, yeah, the biggest tips for me, write it all down. Write it all down, give yourself little check marks and make lists, write out a daily schedule. All of those things are wonderful things that help me stay motivated. All right, now we're on to the next submission. Hi, so I have a boy best friend and we always go on FaceTime and hang out and I've been feeling like I have feelings for him. He asked me to go to the fair with him and I went and it was super fun, but he told me that he likes my best friend and that he wanted to ask her out. So a few days later, I got a call from my best friend telling me that him and her are dating. She doesn't know that I like him. Now I feel awkward when we talk because I don't want my best friend to think I'm trying to steal him 
So I've been avoiding him. What should I do? That situation really sucks. I'm so sorry you have to go through this. I've Boys are never easy to deal with. And sometimes you just end up in really sucky situations. But in this situation, my best advice would be have an honest talk with your best friend. Let her know that you've been friends with this boy for a really long time. And that there was a point where you had feelings for him. Let her know that you're not trying to take him away from her. But since you have been friends with this boy for so long, it's not like just because they're dating, you're never going to talk to him again. And I would just, I would let her know that there was a time where you had feelings for him. And so I feel like that will definitely make it less awkward. And if you get a chance, I would also talk to your boy best friend and maybe let him know how you're feeling. I know that it really sucks when boys and best friends get all mixed up together and those situations are never easy. But my best advice in this situation would to be honest, to be honest. And I would love to get an update from you. Please let me know how this goes or if it's getting better because I really want this to work out for you. I know life can suck sometimes and this situation does not seem easy. But I think at this point, I would go with honesty is the best policy and just have a good talk with your best friend. And if you get the chance, a good talk with your boy best friend. All right, on to the next submission. Hi, Mia. I love your soup. You. Whoa, English. Okay. Hi, I love your super sweet, but I have a problem. On July 21st, I have to take a test. I have a test to take. I need four or up to pass, but it, but it's not a typical test. It's a, whoa, I'm really struggling to read this, but it's not like a typical test. It's a test if I don't pass this, I can't get my, can't get my dream school. I need help. I'm going to study, but after, scared that I'm not going to pass. Okay. All right. I had to read this in my head. But I'm kind of scared that I'm not going to pass. Can you give me some advice? Yes. First of all, I just want to say that getting into your dream school or accomplishing, like reaching a dream, if it doesn't happen, there's always another door that's going to open. So I would just kind of like don't put that pressure on yourself that it's the only way because even if you don't pass, it'll be okay. Another door will open and sometimes not getting into your dream school. I've heard so many stories of girls and they get into their dream school and it's not what they thought, but I've also heard so many stories where people don't get into their dream school and they end up finding something so much better. But my biggest advice to you is don't worry, take deep breaths, do lots of studying, of course, and just like believe that, I know this sounds really stupid, but having a good mindset is super important. Know that you can do this. I believe in you. All the podcast listeners, I'm sure believe in you and you got this. I know you can do this and just don't put too much pressure on yourself and know in the end that if you don't pass and if you don't get into that dream school, there'll always be another way. Doors will always open and everything is just going to be okay. And don't put too, too much pressure on yourself because being too nervous will make you second guess yourself and be confident. You got this girl. I believe in you. Okay, next submission. 
Hey, I love your TikTok and podcast so much. I hope to create a podcast in the future. But anyway, here's my story. So I, so I'm in a friend group of three. That I've been in a friend group of three, and that can be a little difficult. Anyway, and the past three months have been great. But about a month ago, one of my friends said that her parents were going to take both of us to the beach, and we're all so excited and planning out everything. A couple days ago, she told me that she couldn't bring either of us to the beach because there wasn't enough room. But today, but today they left for the beach house and brought my other friend, but not me. After telling me she wasn't, she couldn't take either of us. I was so upset and had a whole breakdown, thinking why she didn't want to take me. Is this my fault? I don't know. I don't know what to do. Is this a sign of fake behavior? Thank you for your help. Okay, so being in a friend group of three is very difficult and having just like in general through my entire kind of life experience, and I feel like a lot of girls have experienced this, it sucks to get backstabbed, but I feel like it's super common with girls and I don't really know why. I know Emma Chamberlain created a wonderful podcast talking about female friendship. And it just can be so ingenuine and it can feel amazing at the same time. But in my opinion, I would be so upset. I would have had a breakdown too. I've had I've had breakdowns over situations like this. And that it just it doesn't seem very nice what either of your friends did to leave you out like that. And I think that maybe you should talk to them, kind of get their side of the story because you honestly never know what's happening. But I think that you definitely should find some friends that maybe value you a little bit more. I don't think that it was very nice of them to just leave you out after, especially after telling you that they didn't have enough room and bring your other friend. I don't think that that is a very nice, genuine friendship. I definitely think that you it takes a long time to find your people and I have had so many encounters with fake friends but it's so important to know your worth and I definitely think that you should try to find some friends that value value you more because treating someone like that is so rude in my opinion and I definitely think that you deserve a way better you definitely deserve to be on that beach trip and you should Try to find some friends that will take you on that beach trip and will not leave you out. But before you jump to any conclusions, I would definitely kind of have a discussion with them beforehand just to make sure you know the whole story and everything is all, you know, you got all your your facts straight because it'd be really terrible to jump to a conclusion that isn't true. But you got to know your worth, girl, and you're worth everything. You're not worth being left out of a trip. And I guarantee that you will find friends that know your value. All right. Let's see. Okay. So I'm going to move on to the DMs now, which I have a lot more than I do emails. Okay. I am now going to start with the DMs. And I have a lot of these. I'm going to try to get through all of them. So here's the first one. How do you deal with a friend choosing 
a boy over you and used you for what you have. So this is a really tough one. Like I said, girls can be really, really mean and they just can put another girl in a situation that really sucks and it is really common for girls to use other girls, which sucks. But to me, it sounds like you need to find some new friends that value you and cherish you. It is so important to find your people and I know it takes a long time, but you never want to be in that situation of being used. I would definitely have a little conversation with your friend. I've said this before, but kind of being honest and just having an open conversation because you don't know what your friend was dealing with or if she even realized that she was choosing you over this boy. But if she was using you, I definitely would talk to her about that. And if the conversation just, it doesn't seem like she's that sorry or has that much to say, I would definitely say that it's time to look for new friends. And I'm not saying that everyone should just ditch your friends if they do something to you and you always just need to be finding new friends. But it is super important to be valued and it's really common to have fake friends or to have a friend that you have for years and they all of a sudden become fake and it's important to know your worth and when to say okay I shouldn't be treated like this and it's time for me to find new people all right moving on to the next submission okay so when I was a little kid maybe in preschool this this I was at my grandparents house my aunt and uncle were there too and they brought their new dog I loved the dog I played catch with that dog and slept in the in the small with the I slept with the dog in a small dog bed. He was a rescue dog and he was pretty big compared to a scrawny five-year-old. I had a cheerleading competition that day and when I got back, I ran up to the dog. And while he wasn't look and while I wasn't looking, he got on top of me and bit a part of my cheek off. Oh my god. He also he he almost got my eye, but he didn't, thankfully. I got it fully taken care of at the hospital, but I'm still as terrified of dogs. Any advice? Wow, that is pretty scary. And I have to say, I was also a small child, and dogs definitely overpowered me a lot. But that situation sounds really scary, and I'm so glad that you're okay. And after being kind of like attacked by an animal i know it can be really difficult to trust them again but i would say just start out small and you can start out with like a small dog i don't know if your friends have any dogs but maybe you can start out by just looking at some small dogs i know this is going to sound kind of stupid but if you go to the park there's probably a bunch of dogs there just like playing and you could just sit and like bring your lunch to the park and eat your lunch and just kind of watch the dogs play because sometimes being in an environment where you're not having to interact with the animals but you're just able to watch them can kind of calm your nerves and maybe you can talk to like your parents maybe they can help you in some way or your friends but my best advice would be to start out with a small dog pet that dog love the small dog and re-teach your brain that dogs are not scary they're wonderful and they are for there's a saying that a dog is a man's best friend for a reason i have a dog and she is my literal she's my favorite thing in the entire world i cry into her stomach all the time and there was a time where i was really scared of dogs because they used to bite me when i was little and I had like I did have one time where a dog bit me like 
on the arm or on the face. I don't really, I just remember this dog jumping on me when I was little and like scratching at my face and biting me. And so I am all healed now from my dog experiences. And so I do recommend starting out small. And if, if it helps, talk to your parents and just know that dogs aren't scary. And I'm sure by now you're probably bigger than most dogs. And just kind of, I know this is going to sound weird, but knowing deep down that you are above them, I know that sounds really weird, but you have to be confident and know that you have control. I don't, this is, I feel like this is hard to say, but kind of knowing that you have like control now and you're a lot bigger and that stuff rarely happens, but I do hope that you can get over your fear because dogs are amazing and I don't know where I would be without my dog. All right, next submission. I need your help. So basically a long time ago, like in September, I got into a a big mess with one of my really close friends and this guy who at the time I was dating. Things didn't work out and we ended up and then my friend stopped hanging out with me. She started being mean really fast. For fast forward to now, I want to apologize because I feel bad for some of the things I said, but I feel like she will just laugh in my face and tell me how stupid I am and that she'll never forgive me. So that does suck. I'm so sorry that you broke up with your boyfriend and are going through this with your friend. That can't be easy, but I would say it does sound like a really good idea to have a conversation with her, and I know that can be really scary, but Maybe you do it in a place where you feel more comfortable, like maybe you guys can go out to lunch or something, and I definitely say be honest, and I don't, some, you never know, maybe there was something that you said or did that you didn't even realize that hurt her feelings, that maybe that could be why she's acting this way, you never know, but I would just be honest with her and apologize to her. That's the best you can do. And if she does have her mean reaction, like laughing at you or telling you that you're stupid, I would re- reevaluate your friendship because even if you did hurt her feelings, there's no reason that anyone should ever not forgive you or tell you that you're stupid to your face, especially when you're apologizing to them. And like I've said before, maybe it's time that you find some new friends that value value you and understand that you make mistakes because literally everyone makes mistakes and you can't just judge someone on one mistake that they made. All right, on to the next submission. What should I do if my friend group plans something without me and then tells me about it on text and says people can hang out in groups, right? That's not... Right, that's normal. We were a very close group of friends and I never expected this to happen. So in friend groups, it girls are hard, like I've said. But in friend groups, sometimes there are little micro groups that form that will do things kind of on their own and separate, which can be really hard. But I'm sure in this group that there is a group of people that you can maybe be in a friend group with like another little micro group. And if your friend group seems like they're kind of splitting apart, I would try to organize like a group bonding event. Like maybe you guys go to lunch or go to a movie or spend a day at the beach or the lake and just kind of try to get everyone in the group back together and having fun. And if this group of people is still excluding you and treating you rudely, 
I think that it may be time that you try to find people that value you more. And in these situations, it can never hurt to talk to people that are maybe no people in the friend group or get other perspectives, you know, have honest conversations with people. But if these people are being rude to you and excluding you from this friend group that you've been a part of and you, it sounds like you guys are super close for no reason, then it may be time that you have to find a new group of people that will value and respect you. And I know that can be so hard. But it is so common. Girls literally change their personalities every two seconds. And sometimes it can just get to a point where you have to say, okay, I need to find people that value and respect me. All right. Our next submission. How do you stay motivated all the time every day? I find myself laying in bed doing nothing and just laying on my phone. So I did kind of answer this, but I want to talk about one more thing again, which is something that I've been doing recently that is getting me out of bed and getting me off my phone, which is in the morning when I wake up, I set a 20 minute timer for me to be on my phone. And normally I will end up going past this timer for about 40 minutes, but having this timer really like it helps me say like, okay, like I get 20 minutes on my phone to scroll, check TikTok, of course, Instagram, check my emails, check my Snapchats, do all of that kind of stuff. And then I get off my phone. I try I set a 20 minute timer and a 40 minute timer. I try to get off my phone by the 20 minute timer. It doesn't always happen, but that has been helping me a ton. And I also do this at night. So I'm not just like laying on my phone all day. And you can also use some of the tips that I said earlier in this podcast, like writing things down, you know, making a checklist, making like a mental to-do list or planning out a daily schedule. All right. On your on your podcast you talk about your opinion about the summer I turned pretty and I love this show so much. If you haven't seen it yet, if you have not seen it yet, you have to. Which team which team are you on? Team Conrad or team the other guy that his name isn't fully on here. So yeah, I actually haven't seen the summer I turned pretty and I have a reason for this. I feel like the show will make me sad because (laughs) it's a really weird time in your life when you're moving from college to high school and I actually this summer have learned kind of, I've gone through a process of learning who my true friends are and who are, I've gone through a lot of re-evaluating friendships and having these conversations with people and learning which people are my real friends and which are not. So for everyone out there that's dealing with this, for people who submitted things and didn't, I know how it feels. It sucks, but I'm learning my worth and trying not to allow people in my life that are like going to hurt me. So I haven't watched The Summer I Turn Pretty because I've kind of had a solo summer a little bit and I do not want to make myself feel bad about this and I feel like that show since it is very much about romance and friendship and stuff like that I have not watched it yet and I just remembered the guy's name I think it's Jeremy but I don't know I'll keep you updated if I watch it I'll let you know what team I'm on but 
Right now I'm neutral because I haven't watched this show yet. All right. Oh, okay. Whoa. This one is super long. Hey, I this is for your podcast. I need your advice ASAP. It's boy advice. So that's fun. I love boy advice. You, you, you know how it is. I dated this guy once and he took things very, very fast. He, it felt, he felt as though the relationship should be fast. I did not. I didn't know this guy at all. And I felt as though I was dating a stranger. Later in our relationship, I'd say around two or three weeks later, I ended it and gave a long detailed explanation why I did what I did. He said, okay, bye. And we stopped talking for a while. Then later we reconnected around mid-April 2020. We kept snapping back and forth and we talked almost every day. We kept doing this till around the start of June. I was at my friend's house and he told me to tell and she told me to tell him I liked him again because after time I developed feelings again and thought he did as well. After I told him he was questioning it, which which is fine, and then he will talk to me later. One second. Whoa. Okay. This is where the reading gets hard. <laughs> so I was at my friend's house, and she and she told me to tell him I liked him again because after time I developed feelings again, and I thought he did as well. After I told him he was questioning it, which is fine, and then he talked to me later when. And he, and then he told me he talked to me later when I'm not with my friend. So, so that, so, so, whoa, reading problems again. He said he liked me back after I told him a detailed explanation. Whoa. Okay. One second. Uh, okay. Okay. I think I think we got this. If you guys are confused too, I'm really sorry. I told He said he liked me back after I told him a detailed explanation on why I broke up with him for the last time since he forgot when we went when we did not know what to do from there. And we just didn't talk for the rest of the day. Then he posted a on his story and someone asked him to see his best friends list. And I guess what, guess what? It was full of girls. He was talking to me, talking to me. At the same time, he was talking to all of these girls. I didn't know what to do from there, but I forgot about it and never spoke of it again. Then one of my friends said, bro, he's like that one. He's like this one girl in class. And that threw me over the edge. So I decided to say, figure out, figure out who likes who. Whoa, reading problems, figure out who you like. Then unadded him, okay, okay, okay. So she told the guy he needs to figure out who he likes and then I unadded him. Okay, it's still going. One second, I'm trying to figure this out. Okay. We have a GC with me, him, and two others, other friends. He said that I had added him, and so he wouldn't hang out with us at the park. 
When I got home uh, out with my friends, I decided to add him back and explain everything. He said, oh, I don't really want to talk about this right now. And then said, I don't really like you. Sorry. So what do I do? I, I leave him be and then add him for good or what? All right, so that was a lot, and I'm sorry if you guys were confused by my reading skills. I'm going to try to recap this. So basically, she was talking to this guy. They were in a relationship, and he took things way too fast, and there was probably some other reasons, and she decided to end the relationship. They started talking again and snapping, and she started to have feelings for him again, and she told him that she was she liked him, and they kind of started talking again. He said that he liked her back, but then she did remind him. And then he, I guess, questioned why they broke up, and she reminded him why they had broken up in the first place. She ended up finding out that he was talking to a bunch of girls at the same time, and she unadded him. And then he had a bad reaction to that, so she readded him. Then, when she tried to talk to him and kind of explain everything, he said he didn't really want to talk. So, my opinion, he's over. He's done. He's canceled. I hate this man. And I'm so sorry that you had to be in a situation like that. It is really hard to to say no when it comes to guys because you don't want to, you know, have them not like you. And being in a situation where you, you feel like they are moving way faster than you are can be really difficult. But in my opinion, you should unadd him for good. For some reason, it stopped recording and, like, cut out. But anyway, you need to find a boy that loves and respects you. I know it's hard, and I know you are going to. And I know it's so hard to step away from a situationship. But it sounds like that you need to. This boy is not good for you. And you need to find someone new. I know you will. You got this girl. And maybe it is good to just spend a little time with you and just like your friends and just kind of chill for a little bit and then you can rethink everything over but I definitely think that it is time to step away and find someone else because you are worth way more than being treated that way. All right. Next thing. I have been watching your TikToks for so long. I adore you so much. Thank you so much. I was wondering if you have any eyelash serums that are under $30 that still are going to get me fast results. Thank you. So I have posted videos about eyelash serums. I love them. And unfortunately, I do not know any under $30. I've only used two, which I've talked about on my TikTok. And I don't really feel comfortable recommending a product that I've never used. And I'm unsure if there are any under $30 that are safe. When you use eyelash serums, you definitely want to be careful because it is super close around your eyes and that can be really scary to mess with. You do not want to mess up your eyes or your eye color or anything like that. So if I was you, I would just save up your money if you can and try to buy a good one that has good reviews because you don't want to mess up your eyes. Okay, this is the last submission I'm going to be doing for today, trying to keep this kind of short and sweet, but I definitely want to do another advice episode like this. All right. All right, my best, my boy best friend, nope, 
not boy best friend. My BFF was talking crap about me and saying I was a brat and a pick-me girl. <laughs> People have definitely called me a pick-me girl. Just by the way. I confronted her about it and she denied it. I asked my friend about it a, a, along with a lot of other people and they said that she was and they said that she said it and I didn't know what to do by the way I love your TikToks and your podcast all right and you're a Capricorn woohoo let's go Capricorn all right so I've had so many people talk behind my back I've had people call me a brat and I've had people call me a pick me girl and I feel like this is just my opinion if you're calling someone else a brat or a pick me girl Maybe, like, I feel like maybe, like, that's just kind of like a, it sounds like a, your friend has some things that she needs to work out. But I definitely think that you should talk to her again. Again, I've said honest talks are the best. But if she isn't being honest with you, it may be time that you reevaluate your friendship with her. You don't want to be with someone that doesn't value value you. I feel like I've said that a lot. But it is so important to find people that value you. And girl, you deserve so much better than people talking behind your back and saying mean things. And especially if she's denying it, that does not sound like a good friend to me. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode of this podcast. I kind of kept this one a little bit short and sweet, but I will have another episode for you next week hopefully depending on how um my healing process of my wisdom teeth is going i hope you guys enjoyed this advice episode and i hope i was able to give some good advice i felt i was a little repetitive but i hope you guys got some good advice from this if you guys like the podcast make sure to rate it definitely send me dms on your thoughts i love hearing you guys's feedback And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. It's almost Friday. Yay. Um, what else? Hmm. I think that's it. I am going to keep this outro super brief. I hope you guys have a great Friday and Thursday and weekend. And I will talk to you guys Monday. And yeah, that's all I have to say. Inaceable for me. All right. Bye. I forgot to mention this, but if you guys did submit a little story, I would really love to hear your feedback, like an update if my advice helped or even if it didn't or just like a general update of what happened with the story because some some of these were super interesting and also keep an eye out for some very funny like coming out of anesthesia TikToks that I will definitely be posting. Okay, this is goodbye for real.